Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. Hi, I'm Irene Watson with Reader Views in Austin, Texas. And I'm Victor Volkman with Loving Healing Press in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'd like to welcome all our listeners to episode number 105 in our series. Tonight's topic will be Earning Extra Income, Freelance Writing for the Web. And our special guest will be Ernest Dempsey. You can learn more about our guest on the Authors Access website, which is authorsaccess.com. We'd love to hear your questions and comments about tonight's show. Please send them to info at authorsaccess.com. Now tonight, we have uh, Kareem Khan, pen named Ernest Dempsey, who is from Hangu, a small town in Pakistan. As a child, he enjoyed two things, the joyful company of his brother and his best friend, Shais, and making airy castles with lots of characters in mind. At age 12, he started writing detective stories, horror, thrillers, and even humor. He has a master's degree in geology and one in English literature. Ernest has authored four books and in the last few years seen the publication of his poems, essays, short stories, and literary reviews worldwide. He is now the editor-in-chief of the literary magazine Recovering the Self, a journal of hope and healing, which is RecoveringSelf.com, and he also works as the country editor for Pakistan on the celebrated internet news channel Instablogs.com. Khan is now looking forward to completing his first novel. Well, uh, all the way from Pakistan, uh, good morning. Hi. Hi, I'm going to call you Ernest because that's your pen name, and uh, is that okay? Yes, that's perfectly okay. That's what I prefer, to be called Ernest. Okay, great. So here we are. This is evening in the United States. What time is it? What time are you in the middle of the night or in the morning? Or uh, Irene, it's uh, 6 a.m. here, and I just woke up uh, a while ago to be on the show, and it feels great. That's a good time to start a day, so I'm glad that we're yep. able to talk with you. From my understanding and the introduction, that you have been writing for quite some time, and you do freelance web writing. Let's talk a little bit about that and how you got into this. I was inspired by English and American television shows that were shown on uh, the local TV channel in Pakistan. And because at that time in my school days, there was no other uh, such source of entertainment. Uh, we live in a society where you have very few uh, entertainment venues. You don't have, uh, especially because for a kid like me who wasn't much into sports, I was a lanky, lanky, you know, gangly kind of kid isolated and living alone for my entertainment i was only you know confined to the television screen and the english tv shows are american tv shows they at once you know they they bewitched me and they grabbed my attention that's where uh, i first started to uh, you know imagine characters the same characters on television shows and playing with them in my mind and then discussing them with my brother shes who is two and a half years junior to me and we kind of started a verbal interactive stories centered on those characters from television shows. And later, those developed into my you know, writing. I started writing at the age of 12. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> I'm inspired by young people writing. We uh, 
I have had a number of children that have written books that uh, we have an opportunity to review, and it just thrills me. So you yeah. got into freelance web writing. Yeah. Like, how do you tell me how you can get into freelance web writing? I mean, the web is just this huge, huge community. And where does one start? How I got writing, it's just it's just that I had no access to the web until 2003 when the web reached my hometown. In the internet services started in my hometown, Hangu. Uh, so then I used to write, but um, I used to just sometimes I would keep it uh, with myself, or sometimes I would just lose it, lose my writings. But after that point in 2003, when the internet reached my hometown, then I started looking at the web, and actually I was interested in um, what other people are, were writing, and I didn't have the confidence to, you know, share my own writings by then, because the world of my own writing was something very private to me, something that only belonged to me, and rather shy to show it to the world. But when I looked at those writings shared over the web, I was very much uh, interested suddenly, and I wanted to to be part of that community because I was, uh, you know, already in a, in a sense part of that community, but was not participating. So I started participating. But but the first uh, instance when I started to write for the web as, as a paid writer was in 2006, June 2006, if I remember correctly, when um, I, I got employed in Peshawar University. And Peshawar is a big city here, the one where I live now. And uh, it is the city of my graduation. And where we have a good internet service, unlike my hometown where internet is very slow and usually doesn't connect easily. Uh, so after uh, moving to Peshawar for my regular job, I started um, writing for the web just on kind of out, out of excitement and to see whether I have the skills. And when I wrote a few articles for a content writing company, they liked, they liked those articles and this way, I started uh, writing for the web, and I had, for the first time in my life, I also have had on my mind that yes, I can practically now live as a as a freelance writer if if I got the means to do so. So, uh, so it's been four years, yeah. Okay, so I was going to say, so me who and anybody in our listening audience that has aspirations to become a freelance web writer, what, where are some of the places that they can actually look for to get jobs? There are websites, of course, that are uh, updated regularly with writing lists of writing jobs, and primarily you go there on the web and you uh, get the kind of writing you like. Craigslist, for example, is a very popular site uh, with job listings from around the world. And writersrow.com, mediabistro.com, and freelancewriting.com are just a few of the other popular job sites where one can one can get start uh, one can get writing work. And there are also some writing related newsletters that list writing gigs for web. If you subscribe to those newsletters, then you get email updates from from them uh, in your inbox, and including writing gigs. Two popular newsletters that I have been receiving for years are writingworld.com and writergazette.com. But, of course, the big newspapers having online versions also update job listings, and they include writing jobs. Great. That's that's a pretty good list, and we'll put some of those links on the site for our listeners so that they can click on them uh, later on. Now... Is is some of this writing ghost writing, or does your name appear on the on the byline for everything? 
that varies from one writing call to another. But um, generally, you can say that uh, uh, in case of content writing, you only get paid with money and not credited for your work. But if you're hired for blogging, then the blog owner usually allows you to post your write-up directly on the web and you get due credit for work uh, besides an agreed-upon payment and in many cases a byline with your website link. Uh, that is why blogging is more attractive to many uh, freelance writers, including me. But um, about content articles, uh, our web copy uh, for, web, uh, for many websites online, it's usually ghostwriting. You only get paid, and you don't. You're not credited for your work. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I'm fascinated by your your work as a foreign correspondent for Instablogs. Could you tell us how Instablogs uses local writers like you that are around the world? Yeah, and Instablogs is is a channel that is, that started. Uh, you know, not far back in history, quite recently, and it has become very popular uh, among the among the top 10,000 or something uh, websites uh, that are uh, that receive the highest traffic. And um, it's, um, it's it's basically the idea is to provide uh, an online or internet channel where uh, not seasoned journalists but uh, but ordinary citizens can. Um, post their news and views from their part of the world without any uh, major editing involved uh, so as to allow a more objective and first-hand uh, experience of reality uh, of whatever is going around in the world. The Instablogs, they contacted me about uh, a year and a half ago and they liked my writing there. Uh, I posted a few news stories and views and then they, they offered me whether I would like to, to be the country editor, uh, to work for them as a country editor for Pakistan. And uh, that was a very new experience for me because I, I uh, didn't have any such experience of journalism. Um, but then they uh, you know assured me that uh, journalism experience was not required and all I needed to do was to have a view and uh, to, to be willing to share it with the world. So uh, I started. Uh, I started writing for them, and I was also excited uh, because uh, it was for the first time that my voice would go online. They have uh, a feature called Global Report in, uh, that takes place, you know, once a week, where they record the voiceovers of their um, their country editors from around the world on uh, an issue of import. So uh, hearing my voice there and seeing my uh, myself, my photo there, and being credited for my work on an online channel was uh, really something very exciting. So I started working for Instablogs, and right now we are progressing there. Do you get paid as a foreign correspondent for Instablogs? Yes, yes, I do. They have a kind of unique payment system because they um, uh, not only pay you for um, a, a fixed amount per month as your basic pay, but they also have, uh, you know, um, they pay you for the number of views that your pages or your country pages get. Uh, that is called a bonus income. So uh, it's, a, it's a kind of unique uh, uh, paying scheme where uh, you are uh, motivated to promote your site because you also get paid for promoting it, for increasing the page, uh, the uh, number of views on your pages. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm just 
wondering, Ernest, um, sort of questioning this in my mind, and so I want to ask you, if you're being hired as a blogger, you know, or if I want to hire somebody to write blogs for me, obviously it has to be somebody that understands, you know, what, what I want. Because, I mean, as, as, a blogging, as a blogger and a ghostwriter, you pretty much have to know my personality and what I would say. So I'm just wondering how how you do that. How do you work with somebody that is hiring you to be a blogger for them? It goes like, first you have to know the person. You're, you're quite right here. Yes, of course you have to know the person. And the way you establish a repo or um, you know, a working relationship is dependent on how you understand each other's work. It's particularly the editor who chooses how to work with a particular writer. So uh, when, when a writing call is sent out for blogging, uh, they usually are looking, they have niches, uh, like they are looking for a blogger in on health or a, bro- or a blogger on technology or on science or um, whatever other topical categories. It may be parenting or business, real estate, whatever. So um, what they usually do is to uh, exchange a few emails and um, they uh, they like to know about you, who you are, where you live, and uh, your resume. And um, they also get you to write, uh, in, in most cases, they get you to write uh, a sample, at least one sample of your work on, on a particular topic so, uh, so that they judge you whether you have the ability and how you handle your work. And they also give you a deadline and require you to submit it, uh, your sample assignment by that, la- that, that deadline. So uh, obviously this is meant to assess your writing skills as well as your personality as a writer, whether you are up to their expectations. And if you do these, uh, complete these satisfactorily, then you are hired. Hmm. Okay, so um, for instance, if I wanted to hire a blogger to write for me on a specific topic, what am I expected to pay a blogger? Is it per page, per word, per what is it? How how is that usually done? Uh, usually, it's it's uh, the word count um, in most cases that uh, that is taken into consideration when you are paying a blogger. Like um, you know, uh, before the recession, <laughs> it it was like ten dollars uh, per post for um, three hundred and fifty to five hundred words. Something like that. That was standard. But um, due, due to that fierce competition, uh, which which characterizes other job markets as well, uh, online web writing has also, uh, you know, uh, you can say in, in a sense fallen victim to this, uh, this fierce competition and um, more and more writers are willing to work at lower rates, especially those in developing countries like mine. Because we, uh, you know, th- we have to, we have to do the work, and we have to run. So um, most of the, uh, of the people from India or Pakistan, they are usually willing to work at lower rates, like five dollar a post, uh, a blog post. Wow. So looking at that on my side of it, that's pretty reasonable, and certainly, you know, writing a, a for busy people, this is certainly a good way to go, if, especially if they can find somebody that is compatible and can write, you know, understands the, the topic, um, you know, 5 to $10 proposed, and that's not bad at all when it comes to, uh, on this end, you know, for me as somebody who wants to get a blog going. Now, I'm wondering, you mentioned that a lot of these, uh, you know, people on 
in countries like India or Pakistan where you are. So writing for somebody in the United States or Canada, you know, one of the Western countries, and I'm just wondering if there's a difference in the the writing, the terminology, the language. How how do you work with that? Well, that, that's uh, not that big an issue here because, uh, you know, in India and Pakistan, um, people usually tend to, Educated people, particularly, are those who use the web. They are usually educated enough, usually, usually college or university graduates, uh, because the schooling and the education, the media, medium of instruction in schooling and education, and the textbooks, they are all in English, uh, particularly in American English. So uh, their uh, use of language is kind of standardized to uh, the levels of American. Not not that good, of course, but uh, pretty good and. Um, editors or uh, clients who hire uh, bloggers or article writers, they do test the English language abilities. In fact, uh, you you would if if you go and look at the writing list uh, jo- list of writing jobs there, you would realize that many um, clients and editors require that their um, uh, pro- prospective blogger or article writer must be a native English speaker which of course is a barrier to to uh, writers from my part of the world um, because even with all the proficiency or skills if, of uh, uh, English language writing, they can't uh, be <laughs> just become native English speakers and if they can't show it or prove it, then they're not hired. But uh, there are, of course, uh, many clients and writers who... Uh, who only care about the work, and based upon the samples they see and the assigned sample uh, which the writers complete, um, they judge whether or not uh, a particular person has the essential language skills to uh, uh, to be hired for the work. So they do test you first. Okay, that's that's very fascinating stuff. Let's talk about as a freelance person. Of course, you don't have a a boss in front of you. So I wonder what strategies you use to manage your personal time and your schedule and maybe how you balance, you know, looking for the next job versus doing the current job. First, it's, it's, a, it's a big relief not to have a boss <laughs> to manage my time. That's a big charm here. Yes, that is a big charm here. Uh, but of course, managing time, uh, I also know that it is extremely important uh, because in most cases, a freelance article writer, um, uh, as a freelance article writer, you are expected to complete assignments within deadlines. There are deadlines in, in many instances. So you must keep a schedule of what and how much work you are going to complete each day. I have been fortunate enough to have worked with clients who have been lenient uh, for deadlines. And, uh, you know, at times I must admit that uh, this has also uh, left me lazy and uh, kind of uh, uh, (laughs) careless about my work. Uh, Blogging jobs, I would say, are usually more relaxed. Uh, If you're doing blogging, then they all ask you just to make a certain number of posts uh, per week. So you can do those on any days. But for daily content article writing, uh, if writing assignments, of course, they are paying you well, then um, they are likely they are likely uh, going to be strict deadlines, and you have to be careful not to contract more work than you can do. You you should only uh, take as much work as you can satisfactorily complete within deadlines. Uh, 
So uh, what I do is usually um, just um, take uh, work that requires me to write no more than two articles per day maximum um, because uh, living as as a as a single person uh, in a capital city and a person who doesn't know how to cook and how to clean and all these things so i have to i have to be out of house for you know meeting the daily needs so um i usually tend to take less work uh and not more but less and also because i need to make room for my creative writing uh not to let uh, that side of my writing down but to carry on with my creative writing and reviewing um so the general tip is to uh, contract as much work as you can complete satisfactorily great yeah that makes sense let's talk about a little bit about all the different types of writing that you do cuz i know you do i know you do some journalism you do some interviews you do some reviews probably some how-to articles are there are there any that you particularly enjoy and are any that 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 pay better than the others you know right there there is all kind of writing stuff available on uh, on the web uh, when you talk about paid writing then short articles on certain topics like health business real estate finances they are very much in these days uh, while um, book reviews literary writings and interviews are not that much in demand so um i tend to be uh, you know more inclined toward the creative side like uh, things that allow your creativity to come into play and uh that is certainly not content writing there is a bit of creativity involved in content writing the way you um for the way you um style your article you give a particular style your article that is important but the creative writings like interviews reviews are you know not very much in um very very much in work these days and they are either very they, they are either unpaid or uh, not uh, little paid or less paid than other articles travel writing uh, i believe is very much uh, in these days and it pays very well but there is something that unfortunately i can't do uh, in a country uh, like pakistan where there you know there's a lot of insecurity and always a threat to safety so you can't do much travel so um blogging usually pays less but it is easier to do so i usually go for blogs because all you do is just take a particular topic that you know about and just do a little online research and complete your blog post in an hour or so so blogging is uh, pretty easy to do and it pays uh, it pays uh, less than others but still uh, a reasonable amount right i i guess it is only fair to you know to do your to google and find out what you need to know to to finish your your freelance uh, work. Uh, let's ask ask a little more personal question. How has uh, your knowledge of English been improved through your your freelancing? It has improved quite a lot because writing has made me a habitual online reader as well. Um, when I search my assignments topics and come across information with concepts and language that are new to me. So I can say that reading for my writing work has contributed to my English language proficiency. Uh, one important improvement has been in what we call slang. Um, I didn't know much of it before I started freelance writing, um, and I have learned many slang expressions from my writing projects and my fellow writers too. Uh, 
more recently, I'm doing editing and proofreading work, which also help a lot in introducing me to phrases and words that I'm not with. So it all helps. And so how do you get the uh, editing and proofreading work? The same way as you do for your blogging? Um, th this was quite a new experience uh, for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was uh, actually, you know, um, um, it started when I... <clears throat> Uh, I started to prove my own stories, um, first for the world audience publishers in New York uh, who published my first two books, and um, uh, I, they sent the books to me before, uh, you know, giving it a go to the press, they sent the books to me to uh, reread and see if I could uh, catch any errors, and of course I did. <laughs> I read so carefully, and that is where it started, that yes, I can do editing. And um, also there is a kind of, uh, you say, another uh, joy of editing, that you have certain powers, this editorial power that you can, uh, based on your judgment, you can you can say whether something should go into print or not, uh, or whether what something should like, what a particular kind of writing should like. So I also had, you know, a, a temptation for for uh, enjoying that editorial power. So um, I started um, a newsletter, which I, I was always aspired to do. It was called Audience Buzz um, for the world audience publishers uh, based in New York. And uh, I used to comp uh, compose that monthly newsletter and uh, edit it myself and even format it how it should all like. And I really enjoyed that work. Uh, but uh, after uh, after my regular job was gone, I um, I had to look for writing work uh, that that paid. So I had to stop um, uh, the newsletter, stop producing the newsletter. So that that's all about editing. But later I was uh, kind of, um, contacted by I I did my own proofing for my book, uh, The Blue Fairy and Other Tales of Transcendence, published by the Loving Healing Press, Victor's Press. And Victor liked my work, and he also uh, offered some proofreading work, which I really enjoyed. And, and But I was not very confident at that time whether I can do proofreading or not. Uh, so I, um, when I submitted my first proofed uh, book to Victor, uh, the response was, you know, very encouraging. He, he really liked my work, and then I started applying to proofing uh, work as well. Recently, I applied to um, a proofing gig. Uh, a proofreading and editing gig uh, by uh, Novanetics Technology. That is that is a new website uh, from America, and they are producing books uh, in future. And they wanted to hire proofreaders and editors, so they contacted me, and uh, I applied to them actually, and they liked my work. So um, that's how I got into proofreading and editing. That's great. So I'm going to, um, we're coming to an end here to our uh, interview, um, Ernest, and so we've got two types of listeners that will be, are listening to this particular interview, and one is the, the listener that is looking for freelance work, either content or blogging, and the other listener we have is someone that's looking for a blogger or a writer, so maybe we can just, if you can address both of those, at two, you know, at the two different times, briefly to just sort of summarize and give some inspiring thoughts, and let's start off with somebody that is looking for freelance work as a blogger or writer. What um, what do you have to say to them? Any inspiring thoughts? Uh, the first thing is to 
I think to go for it only if you enjoy and love this activity, that, that is the real spirit of writing, that if you enjoy your writing and if you love the activity of writing and blogging, only then you should go about it. Because um, if you don't, then it becomes kind of a drudgery, which of course is, is not very desirable and which, which will wear you down. So uh, go for it if you love it and truly love it. And um, secondly, that um, don't think big from the start. When I started uh, freelance writing or blogging, I was paid only uh, around less than $2 per article. Um, and But because I loved the activity, I loved the achievement of completing an article satisfactorily for my editors, uh, I stuck to it. And gradually, I rose to to a place where I'm uh, where I do uh, ten dollars to twenty five dollars per assignment. Well, that, that's great. So there's actually there's you know it's basically what you're saying is to start off and but just really commitment and uh, is important too and whether or not you like it. So what about for the listeners that are looking for bloggers because you know we we're living this busy world. We know that we need to blog. We need to have content on a blog so that we're out there into the web. Some inspiring thoughts yeah. for the for them. I think um, uh, they're the ones who can make a difference because uh, they're the people who um, actually who are looking for for bloggers. It means that they are going to employ writers. They're going to uh, make use of the uh, creative talent that is out there waiting for their calls. So um, uh, one thing that I would like all of them to uh, to observe is to uh, make sure that they do pay their the bloggers they are going to hire because there are many unpaid uh, gigs or you can't actually call them a gig. There are many unpaid calls for writers and um, because uh, in, in a world of recession and in a world of joblessness, um, they think that blogging still may be just a means of, you know, uh, seeing your uh, name out there. So uh, it's good for bloggers to see their names out there on the web, but uh, of course uh, they are doing their work and they are doing some good work which needs to be paid and must be paid. So however nominal payment, there must be a payment per post uh, in order to encourage the blogger to go for more um, and secondly, uh, that uh, one of the things is to be more open. Uh, clients or editors have often seen that many of the clients uh, are not very open to um, bloggers or people from all around the world. They are usually uh, confined to, um, in their writing calls, they say that you must be based in this place, in a particular place, mostly in America. While I feel that many of those writings can also be done by satisfactorily by uh, bloggers who are uh, from the developing countries or from you know thousands of miles away from them. So uh, they should try to be more uh, equal opportunity uh, employers uh, in, in the true sense of the word. Uh, and that is the true spirit of blogging on the web to eliminate all boundaries, uh, geographical boundaries, and make the writing community uh, a self-contained uh, and exclusive world regardless of race or geographical boundaries or uh, other uh, uh, factors. 
Wow, that is inspiring. Thanks for, for sharing that with us. And, of course, uh, we want to uh, plug all of your websites before we let you go. The easiest one to get to is ErnestDempsey.com. That's Ernest, D-E-M-P-S-E-Y.com. And are there some others that we should know about? You you can connect to my um, citizen journalism blog at Instablogs, which is Freebird, F-R-E-E-B-I-R-D, freebird.instablogs.com, and Recovering the Self, which, of course, you, you know about Recovering the Self, uh, the magazine. That is www.recoveringself.com. Yeah, well, there's my, my, my personal book review blog, which is called Book Corner, and it's uh, com. Great. Well, thanks again for, for being so uh, candid and sharing about your life and your work. It's, it's, it's an honor to be able to work with you when I can. Okay. Well, yes. Um, thank you so much, Victor. And thank you very much, Irene, for having me on the show. It was a really, really wonderful uh, experience for me to be here with you. Thank you. And this has been another edition of Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. We'll be back next time when our topic will be selling books at conferences as an exhibitor. And our special guest will be Tyler Tischler. You can learn more about all of our guests on the Authors Access website, which is authorsaccess.com. We'd love to hear from you about tonight's show. Please send us your questions and comments to info at authorsaccess.com. Authors Access is a joint production of Reader Views Incorporated and Loving Healing Press. And for Reader Views, this is Irene Watson in Austin, Texas, saying goodnight. For Loving Healing Press, this is Victor Volkman in Ann Arbor, Michigan, wishing you all a good evening.